Good morning, everybody. Uh, happy Monday. I hope you had another good weekend. Stay safe. Uh, prayers go out again to Lake Charles, Louisiana, where the uh, hurricane was there a lot of damage. Uh, we need to send our thoughts and prayers with them as well. Try to uh, donate anything we can to them as well. Uh, they got hit hard from the pictures I'm seeing. And uh, let's not forget about those people over there. Uh, prayers up to them because I, uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I have a few Louisiana followers, so who are who become great pals of mine, should I say? So I just hope that them and their families have stayed safe during this whole hurricane season. And if there's another hurricane to come, I hope they stay safe during those as well. So uh, the NBA games resumed on Saturday. So uh, I know I said on Friday my predictions, but uh, that was before they literally moved it like an hour or two to the Saturday. So uh, my mistake on that. But basically all the teams I had winning won. Uh, and I felt no need to really uh, explain myself again because I feel like the ways I interpreted it came true. <laughs> so uh, divulging, you know, the Bucks basically took care of their business against the Magic, you know, claiming that series as I had basically thought they were going to do before they uh, protested. Uh, The Rockets, you know, came out fire the blazing, won by 34 against the Thunder. Uh, I did not expect that at all. Uh, I didn't catch this game as much as I'd like to. Apparently, um, my OKC fans uh, that I know and played ball with, Sean, he was telling me about uh, how there was an egregious call against Dennis Schroeder. I haven't had a chance to see it, but uh, I, I don't know, man. The, the ref in here has been kind of iffy. I mean, you've seen a bunch of uh, flagrants and stuff being called for and technicals that weren't really, you know, embodiment of a flagrant or a technical, you know. And then there was a stat I saw where certain officials uh, that have ref the Rockets game, the Rockets have only lost one game, whereas the OKC have only won about four. So, I mean, I think that's a that's an issue the league has to, you know, come up with sooner or later that how how they assess the referees sooner because uh you don't want to have the ref have complete control of the games that you're playing i mean that that defeats the purpose of playing the game in my opinion so i think something needs to be done about you know the evaluation you know if it's a weekly monthly or yearly evaluation of how they can try to fix the refing maybe in this game. And we don't want to point all the blame to the refs because the refs aren't the reason you lost by 34. Let's get that clear. Uh, some shots were missing as well, you know, because I saw that they went seven for 46 on the three-point line. I mean, talk about living and dying from the three. You're not going to win any games only hitting seven of 46. <laughs> I don't care who you are. So, I mean, there's there's plays and as well that you have to make to win the game because we all know the you know refs are human. And you have to, you know, set yourself up for your own team to win. You can't really rely on the refs as much. But you also want to be fairly refed at a game as well. So, you know, a bunch of things to consider. You know, a bunch of apples to oranges or apples to apples situation. So uh, that's what I, I got. And then even though Russell Westbrook didn't have, you know, his typical triple-double night or something along that line, I believe his presence, you know, because he's more of the alpha male and he gets the whole team even harder to not play as passive, but to play aggressive. 
So, you know, people may say, oh, he's, if you look at the stat sheet, the box going to be like, oh, he played terrible that game. Well, uh, stats may say that, but you got to look at how the team generated themselves with him on the floor. So you have to take all that stuff into account as well. So um, I believe that, you know, Houston will win this series now, as I thought from the beginning. Uh, But kudos to, you know, Chris Paul and that young team, you know, even making the playoffs. I think they had 0.2% chance coming into the season to make it. And they gave their all and was able to get the seventh seed. Yeah, the seventh seed. So we'll see how uh, it unfolds when they play tonight. I believe they play tonight Monday. Yeah, they play tonight at 8 o'clock. Lastly, Lakers and Trailblazers. Uh, this was a weird game, I would say, because the Blazers apparently kept it close even without Damian Lillard. But, you know, the stakes are usually higher up for some teams who, you know, don't want to get sent home early. But I, you knew this was coming because, you, as I'm saying, Portland had been fighting for their lives basically a whole month to just get into the playoffs. And then, you know, it's just the, the tank fell empty, whereas the Lakers are hitting from all cylinders now. You know, you had LeBron with, I believe it was 36, and AD with 43. And when AD decides to play aggressive and his shots are falling, he's, in my opinion, the best pure center big man in the league. And most people still don't know that he handled the ball well because he used to be a point guard and he didn't get recruited really by any colleges till he had that growth spurt his senior year of high school to where he went from, I believe it was 6'3 to (laughs) 6'11. So it was a blessing for him to, uh, you know, go through that growth spurt, but he still has that point guard mindset. You know, so you he still can handle the ball well. He can still shoot well for a big. And it's just amazing to uh, see him, what he's able to do when he decides not to be passive. He decides to actually score. Same with LeBron as well. Because when they play like they did, you know, the past two to three games when their backs were against the wall, then we saw what the Lakers can bring to the table. And then they can, in essence, make their team better. So... It will be great to see if they continue this momentum going to the uh, regs of the playoff season. Today you have the Heat and Bucks and then the Rockets and Thunder today. So uh, in this series, uh, the Heat and Bucks, you know, it's going to be, I believe it will be around the five to six game mark. You know, I think whoever, you know, takes control from the get-go in the first game, will win the entire series. I'm going to go with the Heat in this case uh, because, you know, I I think that the Heat have the defense to stop Giannis, and plus they have the outside range shooters like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, you know, even Jimmy Butler's hitting their threes. You know, you have a, a seasoned veteran at guard with Gordon Drogic. So I think they have the weapons to beat the Bucks and six, but you know, I could be wrong. You know, that that's a toss up, but personally, I would like to see uh, Boston Celtics and the Heat and the Eastern Conference Finals bringing back that feel of when they used to battle when LeBron, D Wade, and Bosch were there, and the Celtics, you know, uh, legends of this era Garnett, you know, Ray Allen before Ray Allen went to the Heat, Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, all of them. 
because uh, usually in those years, whoever won those games were basically going to the playoffs, and more times than not, it was the Miami Heat. So <laughs> the Celtics have a little bit of a uh, a little bit of chip on their shoulder for getting sent home early, with which they think they could have won a few more championships this past decade. Uh, and I skipped Sunday. Uh, my apologies, but uh, the Celtics. Well, the Celtics, you know, they uh, handled the Raptors really well, which came with a shock to me, but not as much of a shock because the Raptors historically have bad game ones. So I'm not going to pin this as, oh, they're about to get swept because, you know, historically they either have tough game one wins or, you know, game one losses where you're like, there's no way in hell that they are going to win this series. So can't put the nail in the coffin yet after one game because, you know, when folks did that with Portland, look who came out on top, the Lakers. So you can't base it off one game, but it's definitely an interesting aspect to see. And I think they will be better games from here on out than what we saw on uh, on Sunday. Then going with the Clippers and Mavericks, you know, Clippers closed it out, but Luka Doncic went swinging. He had around 35, 9, and 8, I want to say, or 8, 9. It's, it, it, what a series that he had. Uh, bar none, you know, for a 21-year-old to take on, you know, a veteran's team like the Clippers who have players like Kawhi and Paul George, you know, Lou Williams. He put his uh, foot down and was able to, you know, at least give his all in every game that he played. And the future is very bright for not only the Dallas Mavericks, but the NBA as well. And I think that uh, for years to come, he's only going to improve. And that's a scary thought to think of, of him improving to what you, you don't expect from many 21-year-olds to be doing. So, you know, very excited to see uh, where his future goes uh, in the next, you know, five to six years as he hasn't even hit his prime, as most people say, yet. Going to be very exciting to see. Then uh, <laughs> Nuggets and Jazz, what, what a comeback the Nuggets have after being down 3-1, you know, going on the back of Jamal Murray having another 50-piece. And uh, this is the first time in NBA history that uh, you have multiple 50-point games from two individuals like Donovan Mitchell and the Nuggets. And now the Nuggets have all the momentum, I think. So game seven is just going to be a battle, I think, to try to get to it. And, you know, you saw some visible frustration from Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell at the end like, of, the, of the game rightfully so because you know if you were up 3-1 you expect to you know close it out but I don't know Jamal Murray is a bad man <laughs> he's a bad man and kudos to him too as well for you know having his Adidas sneakers with the late George Floyd and Breonna Taylor on each side you know showing that uh their spirit and their they were the reason they were uh he was able to do what he did he was very emotional after the game you know, as we all been talking about the players using their platform to discuss police brutality and racism in the country that still exists today. And just it's just it's just good to see that the players now are now showing more of their personal side of things and not just shut up and dribbling, as one Fox reporter had told LeBron James a few seasons ago. So, you know, it's been it's been great to see and hopefully people, you know, will, you know, wake up and get the call about what needs to be done, what needs to change in our country sooner rather than later. 
uh, that's about all I have for you guys today. Um, but breaking news in the football world, you know, segue to there. We got uh, we had our official college football game on Saturday that uh, that was against Central Arkansas and Austin P. I don't remember who came on top. I want to say Central Arkansas, but uh, sorry if I'm wrong about that. I watched like a, you know a few minutes of it, you know, just to see football again, but didn't really watch it that much. Uh, and then this weekend you have uh, an influx of some games. I mean, I'm, I'm nowhere excited college football is happening, but you can't help but be saddened because it was going to be a heck of a game. Game ones for people, you know, season openers for the college football teams. But nevertheless, uh, we're still having football for the time being. And, you know, just hope to keep the players safe as well. Uh, you know, uh, but in, and it's different, like, date times for some teams. I know some ACC teams play the 12th of September. And then some teams are waiting two weeks after that and playing the 26th. And then, you know, you have the Big Ten who was talking about going and playing around Thanksgiving, but I don't see how that will work at all if they're trying to, you know, get into the <laughs> get into the playoff unless they're just planning to just play for their conference only and call it a day. We'll see how that works out for them. And then lastly, Leonard Fournette uh, getting released from the <laughs> from the Jaguars. And that that doesn't really come as a surprise to me because I think he had voiced his opinion somewhat of wanting to leave but they just couldn't find a team that would trade up to get him, so they just released him. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing this is a strategy for them to, you know, just tank the season and try to get a quarterback in like Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or something along that that matter, unless they feel comfortable with the situation they have at quarterback now. But I don't know. It, it just you see the teams like the Jaguars, and you're like. You, you keep making the same mistake. You've had once-in-a-lifetime players that you just keep getting rid of. And just at a point where I would be frustrated as a fan and I would just, you know, release my fandom as soon as possible from that, that franchise, personal opinion, because it just seems like they haven't been competent enough to, you know, make the strides to get their team better, you know. And, and fans get tired of it. Fans don't like being terrible for years on end. <laughs> they had that great 2017 season but you know you don't just want to have one season like that you want to continue having seasons like that so you know and I don't see Leonard Fournette being unemployed or having uh, not being with a team for long (laughs) because we know what he can bring to the table you know I suggested he could go to teams like you know the Chiefs who are missing Damian Williams because he decided to opt out for the season he'd go to a team like Houston who doesn't have a big running back presence. Um, he could also go to, you know, a team like the Rams. Uh, you have a go back and link up with his pal Jalen Ramsey and then be a be a mentor to someone like Cam Akers, who's uh, shining to be their running back one. He's been watching Hard Knock. So it, it'll be interesting, but I do not see him being uh, out long without a team just personally. You know, uh, I think that he knows what he can bring to the table and teams know what he can bring to the table. It would just be uh it would just be interesting to see how long it'd be till a team finds him. Not if but when. 
Again, um, hope you all have a great Monday. Stay safe. Again, prayers out to Louisiana and Texas, mostly Lake Charles. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Do not leave those people out of them. And as always, it's been great and Black Lives Matter. Peace.